Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Villains and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast in a bit more of a somber mode. Um, it feels like it's February again, Paddy, but it's uh, <laughs> it's the it's a it's a loss. I suppose we're just going to come straight out and say it. It's a loss against Leeds today. We'll come to you directly after the game. Um, a game whereby Villa never really sparked into any shape or form, really, or or structure whatsoever, and we're, from my view, you know, beaten by the better team on the night. Uh, albeit by a player that maybe we all wouldn't have liked to have seen score a hat-trick. But, um, yeah, and as I said, we're going to pick the bones on this. But, Paddy, how are you doing apart from Villa losing tonight? How are things going for you? But sure. There's only one thing that matters in my life today. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm absolutely disgusted that that horrible, cheating Lazarus has scored a hat-trick against us. Like, I thought his ankle was broken before the second one. Mm. Mm. This is yeah. the kind of guy we're dealing with. Now, don't get me wrong. Before I go off and around about, Brad, about Bamford, we were beaten by the better side. Without a shadow of a doubt. They were the better side all over the park. They had the beating of us. Um, we may go into more detail about whether it was a penalty or not later on. But... Um, the overriding emotion is disgust. If we'd have lost three 0 and Alioski and fucking your man that tore shreds out of Matty Cash and down our right hand side Harrison or whoever scored the goals, but that absolute fucking asshole <laughs> to score three goals against us is hard to take. Mm. So yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit bitter. 
Um, but we were, as I said, we were beaten by the better side, and I, I don't even know where we start to pick this apart because we were beaten all over the park. Um, we were beaten by a fitter side, by a side which just does not let up on on intensity, and you know I I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what we can say about it. It's just you know you you go through the one to eleven Martinez. Fantastic, as he always is. Very little he could do about the goals. Back four, two full-backs at top were quite good. You know, Matty Cash had his work cut out. First half, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He was man of the match in the first half. But it, you can't sustain that for 90 minutes. And I don't know how they sustain it for 90 minutes. Um, second goal just summed up her performance. There were three players standing around the ball and none of them decided to put in a challenge. And they're talking about Patrick Bamford. Patrick fucking Bamford. They're talking about him as a world beater. And they get their fucking tongue out of Leeds United's arse. <laughs> It'll be sooner the better. Uh, but Paddy, it's so fucking hard to watch. Tell us what you really feel, Paddy. <laughs> you feel like you're, you're holding back slightly. <laughs> yeah. It's not like me to hold back, is it? You know, it, you know we, we expected we expected the high intensity. We expected them to go at us from the start. But of all the people on the pitch, he's the most reserved, useless, diving cheater that there is on the pitch. And he managed to score a hat-trick against us. So from that point of view, especially the second goal, the second goal really got under my skin because you looked at you looked at three defenders and they looked at Bamford and nobody went to, to close it down. I don't know what Mings thought he had covered mm. because... There was a whole side of the goal open from the shooter. So big problem, big problem with Mings in this game today. Um, uh, he, for me, I, he played uh, against Patrick Bamford in his mind. Bamford won. You know, he, Mings was beaten. It was it was Mings versus Bamford. It, it seemed like in Mings's mind, and and once again, look, not having a go at our players. It's going to happen sometimes, but. Uh, there was a couple of times when he just basically for the first goal, it was actually for the first goal, he followed Mings right out onto the left, or sorry, he followed Bamford right out onto the left wing, and Bamford ro- Bamford went to roll him and kind of stumbled over, and Bamford was on the ground, and Mings started to jog back to get back into position, and that allowed Bamford to delay his run. But there should be no no way Mings should have been getting involved with Bamford out, Bamford out in the out in the sideline there. And Bamford makes his way into the penalty area. Ball comes across. Emmy Martinez gets a hand to it, takes it off off Mings' toe, and then Bamford sticks it in the back of the net from six yards out. Look, whatever you want to call it, Mings should not have been out there. There's times in games as well where Mings pushes forward past the midfield and 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 kind of is ill-disciplined from structural point of view. You don't have that with mm-hmm. Bielsa with a Bielsa type team. And Mings just did it. He did it three times tonight, and he got got punished three times tonight. The second goal. He um the second goal, as you say, he didn't char- he didn't uh charge down Bamford and he should have. And um, prior to that, he basically got involved with Bamford, put, trying to put him up off the off the ground, and there was a potential penalty incident which which wasn't given. And then the third goal, like I, I genuinely don't know what anybody was doing for the third goal. Like Mings, I, I have no idea what Mings was doing for the third goal the way he was standing there. Now there was three people, or three other people around there, but I just thought he was a bit thought he lost ahead a small bit today. And, and and it affected the overall team performance. So, um, look, 
as I say, if, if it was 1-0 leads, uh, the scoreline doesn't really bother me. The 3-0 doesn't bother me. But, but Because they were a better team. They were way better than us. Like all over the field, they were better than us. Um, they, they had our number. Uh, I, I mentioned before the game that uh, I mentioned in the preview, like, Bielsa is good. Like, Bielsa is a good manager. Um, he, he set this team up and all he did was very simple. Kept, kept Jack Harrison high. Kept him as high as he possibly could, no matter who got the <laughs> ball, just pinged that ball out right out onto the sideline to Jack Harrison and allowed Harrison to have a go at Maddie Cash. Maddie Cash was 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 going in. And do you know where this comes from? This is an issue that Dean Smith has, uh, as Dean Smith's game plan has, uh, but we hadn't seen it in the first four games. Because what happens is, and it's, it's, it's what we saw last year, really, in around Christmas last year, our wingers in Trezeguet and, and in Jack Grealish we're having to get down to the byline, get right, literally chalk on our boots on the actual byline to get across in. And if you don't convert those, and if Jack Harrison is playing high, then literally all you have to do is ping that ball down there and he's got a one-on-one with Matty Cash every single time. So they, they played for that. They played us with that game plan and it really, really, really affected us. And, and we were speaking before on Paddy that there was no change they, they bypassed our midfield McGinn Douglas Louise Ross Barkley was Ross Barkley was very poor I thought so just who just couldn't get into it and when he did he was a bit ponderous in the ball but if you it just shows that if you bypass those three and there was no adjustment made to bring somebody over there to cover for for Trezeguet when he went up when he went with forward with the ball mm-hmm. we were in trouble you know we were and we were in trouble from minute one so the three nil doesn't doesn't the three nil doesn't stick in my throat what sticks in my throat is the fact that we had no adjustment from we had we had no answer for it, and that that's a big. We had no answer, no, and it worries me that we may have been found out on that side of the pitch. Um, just apologies, I went off on a rant there, and I forgot it was the third goal that I had the most. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> wondering that he stood off. It was a snapshot. Yeah, second goal was a, was a, a rasper, but my annoyance with that was that the guy was dead. 10 seconds earlier, lying in the penalty area looking for a fucking penalty that was never a fucking penalty. And they looked at it and they looked at it and they looked at it and they never looked at Jack's challenge on the edge of the box, which was a foul, which obviously was outside the box. They determined that was outside the box. But if that was Bruno Fernandes, that was a penalty. 100% that was a penalty. He wouldn't have even looked at VAR because it was Bruno Fernandes. But anyway, I'm not not getting bogged down on that fact. The... The whole thing is we were beaten by the better side. I thought the man of the match was Jack Harrison. I don't think there's any yeah, spoiler there. That that guy was just unreal. It's fantastic. When I you when you look at it. you're looking at a back four that played completely out of position. Yeah, there wasn't one player in, in Leeds back four that was in position. Yeah. It was just nuts. There's nuts. The, the whole they break they break as if I I'd, I'd love to see like, what what a a physical training session is like for them. Because they have oodles of energy, and, and the, the unseen, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, they'll be found out eventually. They will be found out. I've no doubt about that. But they absolutely destroyed us tonight. They destroyed us with their energy and their willingness to bomb on. When the minute they won the ball back, it was like as if a flick of a switch that were just mm. gone. Every one of them gone. And so. You know- you know who the catalyst for an awful lot of their stuff is? Yes, obviously, Jack Harrison was fantastic when he got the ball mm-hmm. out in the wing. He had, you know, he, Matty Cash did okay in him. I, it's just, you can't, you just, you can, it's always, it's backs and forwards, essentially, is what it was. And you can never, ever get the upper hand if it's going to be consistently one on one matchups the whole time. But for them, your man Click in the middle of the field 
like he's he's um bit of a Gattuso type inside there. I could understand why players that play against him may not like him, but I could understand why his teammates absolutely love him because he he gets little flicks and trick and and kind of that the, he gets in close to you and there's no there's no shaking him off. He's an annoyance inside there, but he can also play the ball mm-hmm. on his feet too. Um, really nice little player and and very. I would say if you were to ask Bielsa if Bielsa would uh would would learn English. If you were to ask him, he would be able to. He would probably say that I would, I would say Click would be very. Um, Wouldn't buy that old shite either. He's fucking well able <laughs> to speak English. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. There's, there's a guy there translating and uh, probably um, a little bit economical about what Bielsa uh, <laughs> is saying. But, 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 uh, Klick, but yeah, Click is a good player. Click yeah. is a good player. And we highlighted Ailing, and little did we know that Ailing would play at centre half, and he was still fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, much player. as it annoys me Captain's to say that a player. guy but a man born played so well, maybe <laughs> so many of them in that team. What do you That's what that's yeah, that's that's what we need to do. We need to start tying people's hair up, you know. I don't know, yeah. but I, I was I was disappointed. Like, their leaders, their leaders led, and um, Patrick Bamford would be a leader for them. Um, in, in midfield, uh, click would be that bit of grunt in midfield, and, and obviously, Ailing is, is the leader for them. So, their leaders led, they're the 20 year old in goals. You know he was imperious. He was brilliant. Didn't didn't flap at anything. Our goalkeeper was very yeah. good. Um, but their their leaders like you know who's that was a seriously underrated player as well as Stuart Dallas. Stuart Dallas flicks over from the left hand side over to the right hand side. Doesn't skip a beat. He gets into that in, into the middle of midfield. Whenever there's a second ball that comes out of the box, Stuart Dallas would be in and around it to get his trying to wrap his foot around it from mm-hmm. from from in the middle to have a shot. Very lovely little player, and uh, yeah, look, look, I'm I'm not going to sit here and fucking patronize and say, uh, and patronize, you know, the the performance that we had. We were very poor, you know, we were mm-hmm. poor. Our leaders didn't lead at all. Like bar that gut busting run from Jack, which uh, would have been unbelievable if he had scored it. Um, he had a couple of minutes moments in the first half, but you know, we went one nil down. Our heads went down. Yeah. We started. We, we tried to start a fight. We went one nil down, you know, and, and we could because because the, the 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 problem we had was that there was an air of uh, there was an air of sluggishness from from minute one, and you can't afford. This is cliche time, cliche alert. If anybody's waiting for a cliche drink, um, but you can't rattle up through the gears against Leeds and you can't rattle up through the gears against a team with that intensity and that's what we felt like we wanted to do we wanted to play ourselves into the into the game because against Leicester it suited us against Liverpool it suited us to play ourselves into the game um, and we just didn't we weren't afforded that opportunity because uh, Leeds just came at us like a like a like a bat out of hell to be honest with you and then mm-hmm. it's very difficult to to try and move through the gears then when you're consistently on the back foot and that's that's that was the issue I think with our midfield couldn't get him into the game as I say Barkley was poor and sluggish there was no one that stood out really Ollie Watkins had a couple of good uh, touches John you know actually I've got a bit of a problem with, with how Watkins played in this game he seems very reluctant to back himself to shoot he needs a lot of touches with the ball uh, to shoot maybe Jack did too yeah yeah, <laughs> but you know, we, we I spoke about that last week, be it jokingly because I had a bet on. But if you've got an opportunity to shoot, just bloody shoot, you know, it has to, has to be done. Yeah, if it, if it gets blocked, it gets blocked. But, um, mm. I don't know, 
I don't know. It just wasn't our game. You know, Bertrand Shorey came on. He didn't have enough real time to affect the game at all. But um, yeah, disappointed in everybody. Um, this the season isn't over. <laughs> it's it's a blip. Um, no, it feels it feels like it's over because it's bloody Leeds and we we've got previous and they feel like it's revenge for what happened. Why it's fucking revenge when they cheated? I don't know, mm. but they feel like it's revenge. There's no revenge there. They cheated. They amend. They made amends for their cheating and game done. Mm. So, you know, they they beat us. They beat us well tonight. I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of lessons to be learned. Yeah. How we can counteract that is, I'm at a little bit of a loss to figure out that if, if a team does that to us again and exploits us down that side of the pitch, where do we go? Do we do we put an extra midfielder in there? Do we deploy McGinn or Dougie to go and do that job? I, I've, I've absolutely no idea. And that's for guys who are highly more intelligent football-wise than me to figure out but. Um, what's going to happen next week, Southampton? So, you that, know, it's it's going that, to that will I think that will tell us exactly where we're at. But yeah, because because like Southampton are Southampton have that maverick manager as well. That will Southampton could come out and play one three six formation against us. Like they could decide to play six. Like their their formations are mental. Like however however in, ingenious Bielsa is. Hasselhutl is just like weird in in some of the ways he sets up the team. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just really unconventional. Like at least there's top row, there's 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 a massive game plan based around um around fitness and stuff like that for Bielsa. But Hasselhutl's is like like there's strange box formations he plays in the middle of midfield and stuff. And and, and I remember when I spoke to one of the guys from um from one of the Southampton podcasts last year, and he was trying to explain it to me. And he said, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you what formation we're going to play because he will. He'll just it's like it's like it's like a chessboard to him. You know, he just puts people wherever he sees fit and it's very unconventional. So it's gonna be a good uh, a, a good test as well, you know, to see if we can if we will be broken yeah. down as easily. And, and they've got pace and Nathan Redmond and, and and the likes there and the wings as well. And they've obviously got that um teak tough uh striker that can fox in the box type like Bamford was tonight. They've got a Danny Ings up there, albeit a bit more likable than Bamford. They've got a Danny Ings up there um, that you know, scored 20 odd goals last year. So it's going to be formidable. I was never I was never really that confident in this game tonight. And I think I think that's why I'm not full of piss and vinegar. Um, because uh, look, you're, while I, I would have like Aston Villa win 3-0, I would have been very joyous tonight. But um, losing three nil, I don't think we were. I don't think we were a three nil last bad, but we were. We weren't good enough to win, if that makes sense. Um, and we were just outplayed all over the field, um, which yeah. Which, you know. But let let's not get too despondent. Like oh, if yeah. someone said to you, you get twelve points out of fifteen to start off with, you would have ripped their hands off. Yeah. So regardless of what happens tomorrow, we still have that game in hand over everybody. Leads the two points behind us yeah. in third game in hand. Why? Why are we even talking about us being in second place? It's bonkers, you know. It's we we just we're we're overachieving. Um, I hope we will overachieve for a long time to come. Long time more, exactly. But uh, we we were we as like we were, we were played off the park tonight. End the story. Time to move on to the next game and hopefully we'll get it. 
it's tough it's tough it's a tough and it's tough for me because I, I've got You've family got who are supporting family so fans. Got skin in the I, game, I've got yeah. one living in the fucking house for fuck's sake <laughs> and he do you know what the worst part is he didn't even watch the match I'm oh, just scratching sweet. my head like He'd yeah. rather watch women's golf than watch the match. But anyway, <laughs> maybe he just didn't want to watch the match with me. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that could be it. That could be yeah. it. Um, but like, let, let's call a spade a spade as well. Paul, I thought Paul Tierney had a poor game. You know, we caught we called out the guy last week when yeah when we won the game. So let's call this guy out again. I thought he was intimidated by Leeds. I thought he gave them everything. I well, I, I, th- I thought I he was a bit flippant with the penalty. Um, as I said, if this was Bruno Fernandes or Patrick Bamford, he may have got the penalty. Don't get me going back on Patrick Bamford. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, with Paul Tierney, I, I think, uh, yeah, I don't think either team will will feel that he he was much much cop. To be honest with you, there's a couple of fouls there that he, you know the Leeds players weren't too happy with. Um, I just think that I think that uh, you know when things weren't going right for Jack Grealish as well, uh, like. He was like that a bit last year when he was a bit gobby and talking to the ref. And I don't mind a, a captain talking to the ref and so on. But uh, I suppose some refs you'll get you'll get away with it. Some refs you won't, and they'll take a they'll take a stick to you. But look, the, as I said, yeah. the, the ref wasn't why we lost three 0 the, the penalty would have been nice, and it, it was it was at a pivotal time of the game, I suppose, when it was still nil nil. But um, yeah. I don't I don't think anyone would have argued either. I don't think they would have had too many arguments. Be it that. Maybe the initial contact came outside the box, but yeah, well, yeah. I don't like to give I don't like to give um, praised opposition's manager. But twenty more minutes in, and he took off his central midfield it, maestro. Yeah. It was like I'm looking at it going, this guy has had a, a fit, like for the twenty more minutes, albeit he get he got a yellow card and he looked like he might pick up another one. That takes a lot of balls to take off a guy after 21 minutes. And the guy was distraught walking off the pitch. Yeah. And I don't know what that's going to do to his confidence. But can you imagine Jamie Shackleton come into that there? And he had a fine yeah, game. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. You know, brilliant. He can't. More, I, I think strike can't fault of, uh, it. I think strike is more of a centre half anyway. And I think when he got the yellow card, they were kind of saying, right, we can't have him blocking inside there because, like, yeah. my lead supporting mate, Liam, who's definitely going to give me... Um, Fairness, he's been very magnanimous so far <laughs> with the with the text messages, but um, he's not a big fan of strike. Uh, as in, he he feels that he's uh, you know just doesn't have the the pace or the or the or, or the, the 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 fleet of foot. I think, and I think when when he was on yellow card so early, Bielsa looked at it and said, "We can't do we can't do what we do with ten men." So well, that's uh, great management. Absolutely. It's great oh, management to make that call. Oh, 100%. And when you have Bielsa, you have a chance. Mm. Like, that's what I've been saying. I, I, like, that's why I wasn't as confident in this game. And I know that maybe sometimes I've turned around and said, yeah, the media do have a bit of a love in with Bielsa and, and stuff. But he's fucking good. He's a good manager. And he proved it tonight. And, and he found our Achilles heel from minute one. And and they they, they basically stood in our, stood down on top of us until the 94th or 5th yeah. minute when the game was over. And they but you, you, would, you would like the media to go that... And and come out and say that Patrick Bamford is a fucking shit house for what he did before he scored that second goal. Like talk about Lazarus, that was a disgrace. That was an absolute disgrace. And he has previous with us, yeah, which makes it even harder to to accept. 
and, and I think that's, that's he got a guy sent off the last time we played. I, th- you know. I think I think that's why Mings I think that's why Mings played against Patrick Bamford and that's why he wanted to be tight with him and I think he had a personal duel with him and mm. Bamford Bamford ate his lunch and, and Carlos Bailey did like at his lunch he he Mings Mings you know got, got involved in that that second half kind of fifteen minutes with him and, and Bamford came away with three goals unfortunately you know, you're going to get involved in rule from up property. Kick him up and down the fucking park. Got, Don't stand off from and let him do what he yeah. did today. He got a yellow card at a corner for pushing Adioski. You know, little things like that. You know, there was a bit of a you need mm. heads and you need cam heads. And as I say, he's a leader. And and, and today was just one of those off days for him. And we, you know, I've I've no doubt that he's going to come back. He's an England international. He's going to come back. He's going to be. He's going to be. Uh, he's going to watch that back, and I think he's going to understand himself what happened. Yeah. You know. And, I hope. I, I hope just, this is. I hope it's just a blip. I yeah. really do. I hope it's a blip. Oh, it is. It I is hope a, this is not going to define our season. I hope it's going to. I hope it's going to wake us up. That season, this is not a done deal. We're we're not. We're not in this uh, <laughs> Champions League battle. You know that people have said we're in, and mind you. In fairness to the media, they're so far up fucking Leeds as arse, nobody has fucking said it. But we're second in the league with a game in hand on Leeds. Yeah. So whatever happens this weekend, what happens? But let's see what happens next week. I think next week might define us how we bounce back from this. There's and I think it's going to be a huge game in our season. No, there's nothing going to define us six games in from the start of the season. If if being four games out from the end of the season and then losing the 3-0 to Man United didn't define us last year. Six games into the season <laughs> with four with four wins. And, and even if we, we lose our next four games, it's not going to define us for this season. There's a lot of soccer to be played yet. Um, I personally think uh, it was so clear for us, Paddy. I know exactly why we lost tonight. Grass was too short. The grass was too short. That's exactly why we there lost. You go. There you go. Somebody Graves gave fucking soon us a lot more. Yeah. Sorry, sourness yes, a lot more. Sourness, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But look, as I say, it's uh, yeah. Look, it's uh, we put it this way: it, it, our bubble was going to burst some stage, uh, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here, and I'm not trying to be to underplay it. I'm, I'm really disappointed in tonight. I'm not putting it all at the door on Mings. I know I went in a soliloquy there about Mings uh, a moment ago. It's not all at his door. It's, it's more so that the the player the the. Leeds got it right, got it very much so right. And they got it right from minute one. And we were hanging on an awful mm. lot in that first half for the first 25 minutes. We then had maybe a 10 minute, um, 10, 15 minute purple patch, but we, we, we didn't we didn't get up and get through the gears at all in the second half. And we paid the price for it. We paid the price for some silly positional pieces and one-on-one battles. And and and, and it just it just didn't work for us. And look, more power to 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 um no one died. No one got injured. No one got sent off, and we, we still have our our uh, our full complement um, for for Southampton in what eight days time. Is it a Sunday game? I think. Do we I have no idea. We, we never. There was a lot of games moved again as well today. I I think. I think we're going Sunday, to a Monday night for West Ham as well. And we're, going just, a, we're going to a Sunday for um for Arsenal. Some people some people might have to pay fifteen quid for them too. Well, I would say the Sunday game for Arsenal and the Monday night for West Ham. The West Ham game is definitely on Sky um, the 30th of November. I think I saw that. And the reason it was moved, I would say, was because um, uh, because they, they looked at it and they said, hi, listen, that there are going to be some fans that are going to have to pay uh, 50 quid mm. during the month of... Uh, during the month of... What month are we in? 
November um, to, to watch games. But uh, I know that the Arsenal game has moved. I th- yeah, I think I remember reading somewhere that we've only one chance. There's only one remaining chance for us to have a, a Saturday at three o'clock game. And it, I think it's the two weeks before Christmas. Um, Matt Maher Matt Maher added up on anyway from the from the star he had it, it on his Twitter and I just can't remember what game it was but isn't that mad who would have thought Aston Villa we don't do Saturdays we only do uh, Friday nights and Sunday nights Monday it's a nights. strange one because um, so we've got obviously we've got Southampton next week and then Arsenal the week after is the Southampton game a Saturday or Sunday? Or, or is it a... It's Sunday, 12 o'clock. Sunday, 12 o'clock, yeah. The fixtures are still going, showing Arsenal at 3 o'clock on Saturday. That's probably That's, not going to happen. It's going to be moved because UEFA Cup, he said that it hasn't been ratified yet, but it's most likely yeah. going to be moved to a Sunday because of UEFA Cup, because Arsenal are in the UEFA Cup that week. That week's up. And then on Saturday. Brighton is showing 3 o'clock on uh, Saturday as well, but that's that the probably, that's realistically, the only one. That's the only one, yeah, before Christmas. But uh, look, I suppose in a roundabout way, it doesn't really matter since we can't go to Villa Park. It doesn't really matter what time the games are on. You know, usually the only the, the biggest solace of three yeah, well, Saturday game you, was you got to take into consideration that the we we've got fans all over the world just like any other team. Suppose, so yeah. when you when you look at the likes of uh, Simon Leach and Simon Tissington and you know yeah. Kevin Hunter and. Rick Leong over yeah. in America. The boys down in Their Melbourne. day is all mess, messed up by playing on a on a Friday morning for them. Yeah. And let's be honest, it's a long bloody weekend after losing 3-0 to Leeds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At much, 12 o'clock in the day on a Friday. Yeah. So much, I know you much prefer It's long enough for us on a Friday night. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh yeah, the Brighton game. Yeah, that was the game I think it was. I'm trying to find the tweet from Matt Mara, but I, I think that was it. But uh yeah, yeah it must be Brighton. I think it is Brighton. Yeah, I think that's the only opportunity we have to play on a, Sunday, on a Saturday before Christmas, which is mental. Mm. But uh, and we've got Wolves and West Brom in there, so it'll be interesting to see what time of the day they play. They'll those definitely be moved to twelve o'clock games. I would say. Well, then when nobody's drinking, you know, they probably won't. Um, we've got people drinking there for the whole day, haven't you? Yeah, but you won't have them in pubs, and they won't have them in the grounds. So, well, you probably well, will have them. Is the pubs not open there? No. They are actually, yeah, they are open. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Just because we're in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, literally. I wear my electric tag. So that's it. Oh, it's it's late. <laughs> I yawn on the it's podcast. Late. Who, who would have thought yeah. that? Who would have thought that? Yeah. But, it's better than opening a can though, isn't it? <laughs> no, I would I would have preferved to open a can because that would have that would have meant that we'd won. Um so, would I. so that that long run is now discontinued and yeah. We got it. We got it for the moment. The next time I, we I can watch this short now, which is <laughs> That's pleasant. Since, since the Fulham game, you you haven't watched it. I haven't watched it, but I've only worn it for the game. So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> haven't worn it in between. It means yeah. I might get my uh, Muller Paul McGrath shirt back off my son because that was his lucky shirt. You'll have to. Yeah, you have to call rank in that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I th- look, I, th- I think we're we're going to leave it there. As I say, uh, sorry I d- didn't bring the energy tonight. Uh, just a bit deflated, I suppose, after the game, but uh, more so deflated in the performance of Aston Villa yeah. than than. I'm sorry I brought the negativity energy into it as well, but it's it's okay. To me, to me, it's personal. Yeah, it's personal, Paddy. It's therapy. It's therapy. And uh, I think it might be 
really hard to pick a Lakra man in a match with it. Uh, um, man I'm leaving that one on your doorstep anyway. Yeah, Lakra man in a match is. Let's give it to let, let let's give it to who the best player in the field was, and let's give it to Jack Harrison. Um, he like I I, I actually probably Matty Target might be my or Matty Cash. Sorry, should I say it might be my my Lakra man in a match for for Villa. But then again, all three goals came from... Well, no, they didn't actually, but a lot of the crosses came from his side. It's going to be very difficult. We're going to just give the Laker man a match to the timekeeper because he was fantastic. He didn't miss a beat, the man who was running the watch. So that's who the Laker man a match is today. Okay? And if anybody can decipher who I've given actually given man a match to there, you might write it back to me because I don't even remember how many people I mentioned there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, thanks very much, actually, uh, on that as well. Um, John in Laker Sports, uh, I, I, I tweeted um, not so long ago there with, with their link, and I'm going, to, I'm going to tweet it again just because he's been really good. I haven't asked for anything, and he sent me a couple of samples of things as well. And and, and just, just keep an eye out. There's got some cool things that, that uh, he's very good to, to, to run off for us, which is fantastic. And, and I can't stress it, whether in the UK, whether you're in Ireland, you know, um, and, and if you're looking for any for any sportswear, sports gear, whether it be hoodies, tracksuit tops, full tracksuits, um, jerseys, togs, socks, gear bags, whatever, really, John will be able to get it for you. And he's top notch and, and, and turnaround times are fantastic as well. And I can't speak highly enough of him. Um, as I say, we don't like he's he he has to be part of the partnership. And I, I was delighted to have him on board and. You know, it's just fantastic, fantastic to to um to to to, to you know to be able to mutually help each other, as I say. Uh, but uh, thank you very much, as I say, to Laker Sports. And if anybody out there is is looking for any any quotes, even or any of that stuff, just uh, you can DM me. I'll give you his details if you want, or you can find him at Laker Sports. Um, and I know it's an Irish name. It's L A O C H R A, L A O C H R A. It's actually the Irish for hero. So um. Is it really? Yeah. Right, is, right. is it hero or champion? Shit. I thought my Irish was good. <laughs> is there any truth in the rumour that he's sending a brown paper bag to put over uh, Patrick Bamford's head for the disgrace that he caused himself tonight, thinking that he's dead and then gets up and scored a second goal? It's no. an absolute disgrace. I'd like to I'd like to finish on that note. Okay. That Patrick Bamford, you are a disgrace. I'm glad... In the last couple of weeks, you've decided, I think I could get a game from England because you have no place in an Ireland squad. No place whatsoever. And nobody would welcome you here with that kind of attitude. So take your sheet and elsewhere, kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's me getting off the fence that's now you, for yeah, a week. That's you, that's you just, yeah, there's splinters on that arse, I'll tell you that much. Uh, listen, thanks everybody so much for listening. Uh, you can find Paddy on at... At I hate Patrick Bamford. Uh, you can find me. <laughs> you can no. You can find Paddy on at Villa Paddy. You can find me on at Love McGrath Pod. Um, thanks so much to everybody for listening. Like the listening numbers are going up and up and up. And I, I don't know what we're doing right if we're even doing anything right or if you're just listening to laugh at our silly accents. But uh, we'll have better nights than this. This is just a blip. I really believe this is a blip. Exactly. We're going places. This is just one of those nights. Unfortunately, it was against Dirty Leeds, but. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It seems it seems silly to be saying we'll be okay when we're second in the league, but this is, uh, yeah. Paddy, it's not going to define our season, and I'm finishing on that. 
All right. <laughs> and, all, and all that's left to say, guys, is thank you so much for everything you do and up the villa. Up the villa. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.